Tom, and this is the Wednesday edition of the Wickham Baptist Church podcast. This week, Sam Pibworth joins us on the podcast and he interviews Meg Davis, who's one of our students. As I'm sure many of you are aware, the way the university would normally run things has had to change a lot during this time. Many of our students have returned home. Uh, and so we thought it'd be a good opportunity to catch up with them as they uh, set out now into um, the exam season. So over to you, Sam. Great, thanks, Tom. So uh, I'm here uh, with Megan, and uh, Megan is a third year pharmacy student. Is that right? Yeah, third year. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've half introduced you already. <laughs> um, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself and yeah, say who you are? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm Megan, I'm a third year pharmacy student um, at the University of Bath. Um, I'm from near Liverpool. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's cool. Um, and what are you up to at the moment? What, what are you doing at present? Um, so I'm just at home at the moment. Um, during lockdown, we've got exams starting next week, but um, I actually had an exam this morning, so just feels very much like normal exam period. Okay, that's good, but, but a little bit different, presumably. So what's kind of, how are they doing exams up at, up at uni? Um, yeah, exams have changed quite a lot. So um, normal exams are all online. Um, instead of revising and going into an exam like normal, it's all open book. So that's going to be quite a different um, style of exams. Uh, hopefully a little bit easier for us all, but no mm -hmm. one knows what it's going to be like yet. Um, I had an exam this morning that was um, a video call kind of exam where I had to treat a patient, which is very weird um, over, over video call. But yeah, it's, it's, it's the new normal, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I suppose all of us are adapting to, to somehow. Um, what about um, kind of CU stuff then? You're quite involved with the CU. How has, how has that changed for you and for the kind of group of students as a whole? Yeah, so a lot of the activities that we normally do obviously can't, can't happen. Um, so things that are um, evangelistic like Textosi and Globe, um, they can't occur because we're not on campus. Um, and Thursday normal meetings uh, look quite different. Um, so we actually had a meeting on Thursday, which was really encouraging um, just to meet together. Um, and we normally have a ball um, for winter and for summer where we all get dressed up uh, and eat a nice meal and dance um, in either in Widcombe or St. Matt's. And obviously that couldn't happen quite the same as normal, but. We did manage to have um, a Zoom summer ball where we mm. all um, cooked a meal together and we got dressed up and did a quiz, which was very nice. Glad to glad to hear you're all adjusting. Um, you mentioned you're you're at home now, so I guess what what are the kind of pros and cons of that? Like, is that is that a good thing on the whole, or I presume there's some negatives as well? But how, how are you finding being at home? Yeah, being at home, it's good and it's bad. Um, it's good because you're with your family. Um, you get, you don't have to cook. You don't have to clean quite as much. Um, but you have bad things about it. It's a lot harder to um, do uni work here, especially revision. It's not quite like the library. 
um, and you miss a lot of your friends. Um, Zoom calls aren't quite the same um, as meeting up, but yeah, I am glad I am home. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, you, you mentioned so you're uh, you're a trainee pharmacist, uh, which in my book makes you a frontline worker. Yeah. What what kind of what challenges are you, are you facing in in that regard? You're working in a pharmacy a bit, is that right? I'm working in a community pharmacy when I have time, um, just doing shifts, which in some respects makes it feel very normal that I'm going out of the house and just the the pharmacy has changed gloves and aprons um, and we can't go near patients patient talk to them in the same way that we would do um, if people want a private word it's not very private when it's just in a normal pharmacy um, but I think it's important because we still get to be that um, that place where people can come and they can um, receive advice and their medication um, yeah it's just nice to be there in the community I guess mm, definitely yeah Okay, just just wonder if you could um, maybe give us a few few prayer points for for you, but also for the kind of Whitcomb students um, as a whole. What what things can we as a church uh, pray for pray for you guys? Yeah, so I think main prayer at this time of year is normally for exams. Um, students at the uni are get do get quite stressed about exams, um, and this whole change won't be great for that. Um, I think just calmness and clarity over um, what's going on and just that um, people would remember that um, yeah that their relationship with God isn't dependent on their academic performance um, and that with the extra time that everyone has that um, that we would all just use it to grow closer to God um, and just being with our families at the moment which we're not normally just being a witness if they're not a Christian or with our friends on Zoom um, and I think especially just for international students, um, if they haven't managed to get home um, during this time, whilst everyone else is with their families, uh, we would just pray that they would be, um, they would feel loved and that we would be able to reach out to them um, and just, yeah, just be Christ-like in that way. Mm, great. Thank you so much for that, Megan. Thank you. Thanks. Well, Meg spoke there a little bit about the importance of not worrying. And so I'm going to share a few words now, uh, just from the book of Philippians, about uh, how we how we live in this current situation uh, without uh, being fearful, without worrying, and instead having great joy. Paul reminded us a few weeks ago, didn't he, uh, about uh, the book of Philippians and and how the apostle wrote this letter when he was in prison. And so you you could say in some ways that this is Paul's lockdown letter. In some ways, he's going through uh, something similar to what we're going through, though clearly he was he was in prison. Um, I suppose for him, there might have been a couple of particular temptations that he would have faced. He could have been tempted to worry about his own circumstances and maybe ask, why is God letting me go through this? Or he may have been tempted to just kind of miserably keep trudging on and just grin and bear it but 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 those are two temptations that Paul does not want to be tempted by I think they're two temptations for us also we might be uh, tempted to worry about the pandemic 
we might be tempted to worry about loved ones or even about our own health. We might be concerned financially or we might be concerned with our employment. We might be tempted, on the other hand, to just passively wait out the lockdown, to just idly count down until it's all over. But for Paul, both these extremes are out of the question. Instead, I'm just going to read from, from chapter 4 and verse 4 to 7. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I think there are, there are two things here that Paul is keen that we do. He's keen, firstly, that we are rejoicing in whatever circumstances God has put us in. And secondly, he's concerned that we don't worry about the circumstances that God has put us in. Now, just telling someone to rejoice and, and to not worry is pretty useless, isn't it? No, in order to change your feelings, you've got to change your perspective about those feelings and, and your perspective on the whole situation. You can't just turn emotions off and on. But Paul gives us this amazing reason to not worry and to instead rejoice. He says at the end of verse five, the Lord is near. God is with us. We know he's with us by his spirit. We know that we can pray and Jesus hears us. God is not distant from our situation. In fact, he's in our situation with us. And what's more, we know that he is working it out for our good. We don't need to worry because God looks after us. He provides all that we need and we have reason to rejoice. We have an amazing hope, don't we? The Lord is near. I think these are these words are also a, a reminder of the return of Jesus. He, he's with us now by his spirit, but, but one day he will return and be with us physically. We will see him as he is. I think it's also a reminder that God is sovereign, that he controls the events of history, and therefore we can have the freedom of being able to, with Paul, rejoice in all circumstances. Thanks for that encouragement, Sam. That's about it for this week, but I'd just like to highlight to you the Wickham Family Newsletter. This gets sent out just after the morning service every week, and it's a good opportunity uh, in this time where we can't uh, meet together physically to share a little bit of what's going on uh, in our lives uh, and to uh, fellowship a little bit in that way. So if you do have some photos or some stories of what's going on in your life and you'd like to share it uh, with the church family, please take that opportunity. Send things in to the office or to Sam Pibworth.
Thank you very much.